Hey, how you guys doing? It's Sadiq from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast for long time, long suffering, Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who Day, everybody? Hey, it is opening weekend. Football is finally back. Hutch is super excited. Hutch, tell them how excited you are that you watched that ridiculous game on Thursday night. Well, actually, my internet was out. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I did catch it uh, later. Yes, I was super hyped. It felt like like the Bills were our big brother, and they just put the whomping on yeah. after we should have done it. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, that game was a little too – there was a Cooper Cup catch in the end zone that was way too reminiscent of the end of that, that game. So I was like, you know what, I'm good. I, I bailed at halftime when it was 10 to 10. So, yeah. We're not here to talk about that. We're talking about the 2022-23 season for your Cincinnati Bengals and our Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot of things to talk about, um, coming up. So if we set the show, uh, we're going to talk about the feelings that we have going into this game. Uh, any favorite Bengals Steelers moments, uh, from the past? Look at the injury report. Uh, look at when the Bengals have the ball, the Steelers have the, the ball on offense. We'll get our predictions in and we'll talk about what's going going on with the other games in the AFC North and some news and information about there. But before we get to that, we're going to start a new thing, the weather check, y'all. Weather check in Cincinnati, uh, the high is supposed to be like 78, lower 53, you know, around 72, 73 degrees at kickoff. Uh, there is a chance of rain in the air, which would affect probably the Bengals more than it would affect um, the Steelers in terms of, you know, if it's too sloshy out there, windy or rainy. Uh, the Bengals are clearly the more proficient passing team. Uh, probably should be the more proficient running team too, but it probably affect the Bengals mostly on offense. And the uniform check, y'all. The Bengals are going with their first home game of the season: black tops, white pants, the Super Bowl uniforms. Uh, what do you think about the uniform, Punch? That That's your great favorite to me. combo. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that is my favorite combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm the All Blacks are my favorite combo. They always have been, you know, Marvin and then brought them out. Uh, all Black combos, by far my favorite. Shocking to nobody, probably. I don't like the orange uniforms. I don't like them at all. The pumpkins, I don't like them at all. But yeah. Anyway, right. Uniform check. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. I just don't. I just, mm. I don't like that orange jersey. It's just too much. All right. So, how you feeling going into this week, man? Uh, we introduced this concept back at the you're a long-time listener, at the Raiders uh, playoff game, uh, something from our neighborhood uh, that the Bengals had to comp. So if you're not familiar with what the comp is, back in the day when you used to pick up teams for a pickup game, or whether it was football, basketball, kickball, tag, whatever, somehow if your team wound up with all the good neighborhood kids on it, which would happen from time to time, you know, your bubble bubblegum in a dish worked out where you was able to, you know, pick all the good players. And your team would say, would say your team has comp. Like you have all the competition. You, there is no, nor excuse me, there is no competition. Like there's not going to be a real game because you got all the good players. So in that playoff game, the Bengals had the comp. Everything was working in their favor. They were at home. They had a better quarterback. All the better. It completely had to comp. This game against the Steelers, the Bengals got all the comp, except for coach probably. 
there is not one thing that you would say, hey, you know what? I think the Steelers are better at the Bengals than that. Not one. Maybe defensive line. I'd call it a I'd call it a draw, but it's very little that you could say, Hutch, that the Bengal or the Steelers have the advantage over the Bengals. Besides maybe the coach. Definitely coaching. Um coaching and and history. Mm-hmm. But other than that, and the, that's it. Yeah, and we have said that about the Raiders thing, too. The only thing the Bengals had really working against them was history. And that's what's happening here. On paper, this should look like the freaking Rams and Buffalo last night. On paper, it really should that the team that's probably the better team should go out and win fairly handily. But there's history. It's a rivalry. It's the first game of the season. Like, I think that plays all into the uh, into the equation. They and um, so that's making me feel a little bit queasy about this game. I hate Steelers. I hate Steelers week. It's just too many years of losing in beatdown fashion in earlier times and then in just heartbreaking fashion under the Marvin era. So how are you feeling going into this game? Um, I got I picked the Bengals to win by the spread, which is six and a half. Mm. Yeah, but that's not telling me how you feel. I feel, what do you mean? I don't tell you. That means I'm confident. Okay. I'm putting money on money on my mind. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm queasy about it uh, only because of history. That's it. You know, if it wasn't the Steelers, they were opening up against some other team with all the same factors in place, I would be like, man, the Bengals are about to run, you know, rock shot, as they used to say in professional wrestling, over these dudes. But, uh, yeah, I just... I've been beat down. There's a lot of PTSD there, unfortunately. So, how do you have a favorite Bengals Steelers moment or a game that you can remember any time in the recent past or the distant past? Um, just those that well, I guess was that that 2005 year in the regular season mm-hmm. where we beat them and and TJ is shining his shoe. That, yeah, that that always yeah. comes to my mind. And I yeah, always get a uh-huh. yes, you don't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. Nope. Right. But I but that was we finally beat them. And yeah, that was time or being a regular season anyway. And that was mm-hmm. a good time to do that. Yeah. Anger the football guys. Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got I got a couple, you know, and again, most recent people will be like, Oh man, it was last year where they beat the brakes off of them in Cincinnati, which was fun. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to go back a little bit further. I'm going to go back to, I think, Jeff Hobson on Bengals.com calls it the War of 1812, uh, where they went into Pittsburgh and won 18 to 12, like all field goals or whatever, oh, to geez. win that game. And it was just a, you know, a slobber knocker, like, you know, as JR would say, you know, absolutely just a brutal game there. You know, and again, I don't think those games did the Bengals any favors by being so physical or whatever. And, you know, in those days, you know, the Steelers had a little bit of that edge over the Bengals, especially at quarterback. So, yeah, they, we, won, we won the battle, didn't win the war. And, you know, that's really it. All right. Let's go. Injury report, y'all. Let's see who's hurt, who's not hurt. 
Uh, for the Bengals, it's really simple. It's Devin Asiasi, the new tight end that they acquired off waivers from the Patriots. He's got a quad injury. He is not going to play. Uh, and that's it. Everybody else is up. There's nobody that's going to be out that is of any importance. Uh, wide receiver Trent Taylor, the punt returner, did practice limited today. Uh, he had picked up a hamstring injury earlier in the week, um, and he was limited. Um, the last he didn't practice yesterday, limited today, but is expected to play. He's question, listen, it's questionable. Uh, but all the others are back. Drew Sample, Mitchell Wilcox for, at the tight end position. All these dudes are back. Everybody's up and ready to go. There will be no injury excuses. And for the Steelers, they got nothing. All whoever they have is all up and ready to go. There's nobody there that's going to be anything. Deontay Johnson was uh, a little bit there for a couple of days. I think he had a shoulder or something. But it's the first game of the season. I mean, if you can play, you can play. Right. So it's it's strength on strength. You know, there's no excuses. But, you know, let's get it on, you know, as they say. So, all right. So we're going to do two parts here about when the Bengals have the ball and then when the Bengals don't have the ball, so offense and defense. So kind of like what we want to see or maybe maybe what we expect to see on both sides of this situation. So i got a couple of questions. Hodge, when the Bengals have the ball, you know, what do you think you're going to see here? Do they come out empty? Joe Burrow, you know, you're going to make this – you know, put it in your hands, you know, where a lot of times last year they just, you know, put the handcuffs on, especially early because of the injury. You think they go five wide. Uh, they're going to just open it up and try to throw it all over the field, be a little bit more conservative to start. What do you think you're going to see? Bills were not conservative last night. No, they, they were not. They were, they were the Washington, Super Washington Bowl. Post. Yeah. <laughs> they were Super Bowl ready right then, right there. Yeah, I think the Bengals are going to start, start off if they if, – they're going to start. I think they'll try to run. That I think they're going to, have to, they're going to start. They're going to establish uh, mixing and getting to start running. Try to run in between the tackles. See if see if there's some soft there. And then mm-hmm. once they get some soft, then they start going in the uh, the mid game. And then they'll start throwing de- deep down range. They're yeah. just going to work them. They're going to work the body. Yeah, I, I my initial thought was that's what they were going to try to do too based on what the Steelers give them look-wise. Mm-hmm. There was an article in Sports Illustrated this week about, um, we called it Joe Burrow's superpower, about his mm-hmm. ability to read like defenses that pre-snap and that in the previous year, he wasn't really able to, you know, audible as much. You know, he could, but a lot of times like he would know, like he would audible into something but not necessarily maybe not audible into exactly what he wanted to run as opposed mm. to what the coaches were looking for. Right. And so now if those shackles are off, is he going to be able to auto with himself? Like, Hey, you know what? This is a run, but I'm seeing that this is not going to work, you know, and that's his, you know, that's what they were saying. That's his superpower. And if he's like able to audible out all the time, now we're moving into Peyton Manning territory. Whereas, like, I'm just gonna run the offense from here, and you can you can call your little plays. <laughs> you can call your little plays, Samwise Ganji, but I'm gonna be running the offense. So, my initial thought: they gotta get, they gotta figure out if this offensive line can block, pass block, run block too. But they really gotta figure out if they can pass block. So, I, I'm I'm thinking they're gonna come out throwing, and just to establish it and try to you know take the air out of them um, really early. Uh, if that doesn't work. 
you know, and I imagine that the Steelers are going to be playing two high safeties. You really got to run Mixon at that point. <laughs> if they're if they're covering those safeties because they're worried about getting beat over the top, if you can't run it in those situations, you are in absolute trouble. So, uh, but I expect them to come out throwing. We'll see. Yeah. All right. What about on defense, though? So the Steelers starting Mitch Trubisky that came out this week. He is a um, compromised quarterback. Let's just say that. He's not very good, doesn't have a strong arm, even though they got decent wide receivers, can't really get the ball down the field. Their offensive line is probably worse than the Bengals last year. Like, that's how bad it is. And so they're not going to be able to protect him, might not be able to run it too much with Najee. So what do you expect to see with them when they have the ball on offense? I expect them to – Najee Harris is their offense. Yeah. Uh, so I expect them to try to get him in, get him in space, throw screens, and get him going. Then they'll throw to that tight end, and then if, if the Bengals come up, then they'll start trying to throw deep. But I see Mitch also running a lot. Yeah, I can see that as well. And he does have, you know, decent mobility, you know, um, for the standard right quarterback. Right. But um. Yeah, I, I kind of see them. It's like, hey, we got to, you know, take the ball out of his hand for making mistakes. I mean, that's basically it. We're really going to have to try to force run the ball to try to, um, you know, get into a play Same, action situation. Stay in front of so, the change. Yeah, so we can get in a play action situation so we don't have to, you know, to rely on him in third and nine. And right. um, that gets really, really bad. Um, so I expect that from them. And defensively, I expect the Bengals to be what they've been under Lou Amaruno since last year, multiple. You're going to see all kinds of different looks. There was an article in Sports Illustrated today that Sean McVay said something to the effect of, yeah, we expect the Bengals to see, like, the Bengals defense all over the place, like when we're playing teams now, you know, where people are, you know, they're giving you multiple looks. You know, you have different people in different places, and it can confuse quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Mitch Trubisky is somebody that can't be confused. Um, So – I expect them to see that and, you know, for them to try. They're probably going to put a lot of their effort into stopping the run early to make him beat them. So, mm-hmm. you know, expect a lot of early fronts with, you know, the heavies with DJ Reader and Josh Tupo and whatnot to try to get them to, you know, to get into long passing situations and then do what you can to cover up and you know, get to the quarterback. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Like I said, the, we're not used to have the Steelers having a terrible offensive line. And a terrible, not a terrible quarterback, but a, a compromised quarterback. Just, we spent last year, yes, Roethlisberger was compromised, but the previous 16 years, you know, he figured it out for the most part, you know, never had a losing he'll, record. He'll get, so, he'll get a bust in Canton, so he figured it out pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so. yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah, Najee Harris, if you stop Najee Harris, you stop the, you stop the Oompa Loopin. And it's, it's also a telling sign. That the two captains on offense are Mitch Trubisky and Najee Harris. You, your mm-hmm. one year or just signed up quarterback and your second year running back are your captains on the offense. That should tell you all you need to know. Well, and then, you know, and they get, they do have three decent wide receivers. So, you know, Pickens is a freaking head case, but he's good. Good. Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, as well as I can't remember the light skin dude from Notre Dame whatever his name is, that wide receiver. Um, but, 
they're all decent wide receivers, but will they have the time to throw it to? That's basically it. Um, no. You know, yeah, not. that's basically it. Will they have the time to get him the ball? All right. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing. We're going to get to our predictions here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to swing around the AFC North, you know, to see what's going to happen at the end of the afternoon. We're the only division game, of course, uh, that the NFL decided to start. Everybody else gets a, I would call a cupcake, uh, soft schedule to open. Uh, the Ravens uh, play the Jets. Um, Jets, without their starting quarterback, they're starting Joe Flacco. It's a it's a weekend of weird quarterbacks playing old teams because Flacco's playing the Ravens. Uh, Russell Wilson's headed back to Seattle. And the next game we're going to talk about with uh, Baker heading, you know, playing Cleveland, even though it's in Carolina. A weird weekend for that. But, yeah, uh, Ravens, uh, I saw their injury report, you know. No, I mean, they don't need anybody to beat the damn Jets. The Jets are terrible. They're, they're a terrible team. They're going to be terrible again. Uh, there's no reason for you to suspect anything other than them putting up 40 against the Jets. I don't you can check to see where that is. I think it's in New York. Too. I think it's in New York, um, too. Well, it's September 11th. I'm sure they gave them a home game. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the only thing that would be able to, oh, maybe the Ravens get spooked by all the patriotism and flag shit. But beyond that, that's that's a wow. forty, that's a forty-two, sixteen game, something, something like that. It's Ravens a, roll. It's a six, and a six and a half line, just like ours. Yeah, please. Yeah, that's Definitely. yeah. Is it in New York? It is in New York. Okay. Yeah, that's that's forty-two, sixteen, something like that. It's it's not gonna you know, people will be on the Ravens nut sacks. Lamar well, have Lamar Jackson be, pissed be, off. You think? Well, that's what I'm saying. He's going to have something to prove, and it's easy to prove it against the Jets. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Browns will travel to Carolina to play um, Panthers. Yeah. Um, so, they're on the road. Um, Baker will obviously be motivated. He plays best with a chip on his shoulder. So, we all know this. He's going to be fired up. Carolina. Um, (laughs) and the Browns are starting Jacoby Brissett. Um, that's not great either, but Mm. in theory, the Browns defense should be able to engulf Carolina. I already saw that, uh, McCaffrey's on the injury report with a hammy. So he goes already. That motherfucker, boy, oh boy. If this was a different sport and the dude that used to be really, really good started to not be really, really good. Uh, after a couple of seasons, what would you suspect that was if it was baseball? If it was baseball with a roid? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Like, oh, he had this thing, and then he had to get off of it, you know, because it was going to get close to catching him. Womp, 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 man. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so, yeah, I, that, the, the Browns win that game. It might be ugly because they can't score 16, 14, 17. Oh. 13. I, I, I think you can't. Yeah, Chubb will have fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, but they're not. Yeah, but they can, you know, unless he breaks off them 60 yards like he did against the Bengals. He, he could. Not, and we're fully capable. No, I'm saying, but like that, they're, they're, yeah, Baker ain't gonna, Baker ain't willing that team to win. Uh, not in that situation. So, I would yeah. like it though. Yeah, no, I, I think the Browns win. I, I think they win. Uh, you know, like I said, 17, 13, you know, First one to 17 probably wins. Uh, that'd be my guess. Um, and then us. All right. So let's get to these predictions, y'all. Um, 
I've been pretty consistent there, but I want to give Sandman a shout out, Sandman, for sure, because uh, you had your prediction. So we give it up for all the all the folks here uh, for the Who Day Over 40 folks. All right. So uh, Sandman got the Bengals winning 28-14 with a hearty Who Day. So shout out, Sandman, for that. Um, Hutch, what do you got? I got 34-24. 34-24. Yeah, uh, and Goat Killer said it to you uh, in the text chains, like, they are not scoring 24 points. And I, I would agree with that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would agree with that, too. Hold on. I'm going to see what his uh, what his prediction is um, as he's, you know. Uh, yeah, so we'll get that from him. All right, my score prediction, I can't remember what I put down. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I put down. Oh, 3117. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a clear, you know, two touchdown win. You know, they, somebody scores late or something to that effect. You definitely get an Evan McPherson field goal at some point in time in there. So that's why I went from 28 to 31. And there was your, there was your score. 3117, a clear dub. Again, why am I nervous about a game and I'm predicting the Bengals to win by two touchdowns? Makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Makes no sense. So, but yeah. So, as we have done in the four years we've been doing this, come only, five o'clock. Only so, four? Yeah. Right, well, five maybe. Come four, four o'clock, five o'clock or so, the Bengals win. We'll be seeing our faces with a lot of these if you're on YouTube. Oh, you can't see it there. With a lot of these in front of us and laughing and giggling. And it'll be much rejoicing. Hooray. The Bengals come around and lose. You won't be seeing us. That's just kind of how it goes. Maybe we, maybe we can nut up, Hush, and, and start doing these games after a lot of shows after lost. Um, uh, there will be if we lose this game, <laughs> either, every, mm. everything is on the table. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this this is well. This this should be like this is as important. Yeah, this this is a this is that this is as Im- this is as important as the Vikings game was last year. Like I really I think believe it's more that. important. Yeah, it, I mean it's important to you got to yeah. like, hey, that wasn't a fluke shit, right. and right. and really, you are the better team here. You really need to come out and literally, like I said, do what Buffalo did to the Rams. I think, like, you're the better team. Prove it and show it. Right. And the, yeah, this, this is a division place. game. It's a division game, right. and the Steelers are if if Mister not very good, right? If the Steelers or if the the Cleveland Brown quarterback wasn't so touchy feely. The Steelers should be the last place team in this division this year. And if you lose to mm-hmm. these blanky yeah. blanks, um, yeah, you're you, you ain't gonna have no fun in Dallas Not next good. week. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So yeah, so we're all dubs across the board. Didn't get the pick from the goat killer, but um, yeah. All right. So that's it, man. Are right, you got X? Oh no, sorry, Goat Killer, thirty-three seventeen Bengals. So across the board from the Who Day over forty crew, um, put those up on the on our prediction board here with the logo. Uh, you know, those are our score predictions. So good to note. All right, exit music, man. You got it. I think you said what? We ready? We ready? Um, All right. Uh, high by Drake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Or yeah, yeah. I know no Drake. There, there. No Drake. No Drake. 
Absolutely. Not a fan. I don't know if we've ever had this conversation. No, we haven't. And you're no. and you're uh, and you watched that horrible show with him on in his wheelchair and everything. Hold up. That's definitely not true. Uh, I didn't watch Degrassi, any Degrassi's outside of the original Degrassi, ever. Not one minute or second of it. That you watched one minute or second of any of it is amazing. But, yeah. Hold on. The freaking original Degrassi is incredible bits of television. Everything else that comes behind it is just chasing the dog. So. Uh. Anyway. Uh, pretty much all yes. that Canadian, so we re- Canadian no Drake. stuff That's is horrible. Blech. Basically, no Drake. So we ready. That's fine. R.I.P. to that dude that died not that Archie. much long ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brief so if you're listening. Or, or, or how about running by Farside? I don't know. Whatever you think, man. This is your spot. Except for Drake, apparently. Except for Drake. Yeah, I got to put some stop signs up. Hmm. I'll put some up. Hmm. We'll go where we ready. Okay. So if you're listening on the podcast side, we ready to start to play us out. I'm ready. Really wish you running the Steelers, though. Not going to lie to you. But uh, we ready. Yeah. Sunday afternoon, 5 o'clock or so, you'll see this face. It'll be happy uh, yeah. as the Bengals have run through the Steelers for sure. And, you know, we'll be off to 1-0 and, and we'll be talking about... Our early previews for the Cowboys who play while well, they open up against the, uh, the Brady. Bay. Yeah, in Dallas, though. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how that goes. You know, I think, what did he say? Uh, Tom Brady said, uh, 45, and they got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> so I was like, man, I ain't never related to Tom Brady more ever in my life. Yeah, um, so, yeah uh, he, he might, he might have, he might be going to an empty house. Yeah, so. I saw some of those reports, too. Yeah, I mean, Everybody saw them reports. So, yeah. But, but Dak Prescott, that mofo got more commercial for somebody that ain't won nothing. Overrated. So. The whole team, the whole franchise, whatever. Anyway, we'll talk about them when we get to the All right, so we ready playing the sound on the producer's podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Go follow at DayO40 on um on Twitter page, on Instagram, uh, our YouTube page, at Day Over 40. Follow, 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 subscribe, all of this type of thing. I'm out. Hunch. Be out too. 36, 36, 36. Go bangers, y'all. Who that?
chatter, y'all better go with it. Infiltrated mainstream, maintaining the same theme. Polo shirts and pigs, can't even get them stains clean. Ain't too much I ain't seen. In between LaGrange and Athens, ups and downs, rights and lefts, all around me, blazes crashing in it. How we read it now, the new south has arrived. These savages is finna eat and won't stop till they satisfied. We ready.